Welcome to the C3 Church Watson Podcast. Our vision is to connect you to Jesus, develop you as a follower of Christ, and empower you to build the church. We hope you are blessed by this week's message. Good morning, everybody. And uh, we're just reading here from Ecclesiastes chapter 3. And verses 11 to 13. Yet God has made everything beautiful for its time. He has planted eternity in the human heart. But even so, people cannot see the whole scope of God's work from beginning to end. So I concluded there is nothing better than to be happy and enjoy ourselves as long as we can. And people should eat and drink and enjoy the fruits of their labor. For these are gifts from God. You know, God loves rest. We're talking about, uh, in our joy series, last week we talked about the joy, having joy at Christmas. Today we're talking about having joy through the holidays. And uh, how many people are enjoying having their kids at home already? How many people are challenged by having their kids on holiday already? It was interesting at school, the kids by the end of the year were ratty, out of control, a little bit tired, overtired. Actually, that was the teachers, but the, the kids also. But when they came back from holiday, they were new kids. They were more relaxed, they were more settled, they were more secure in their own identity because they'd had that break. God loves rest. God created rest. God built rest into the very fabric of creation. How many of you know that every 24 hours, the earth is revolving through a time of rest, supposedly? Things shut down overnight. We shut down overnight. We're about as good as uh, an Apple Watch at keeping uh, our batteries charged. You know, we need to be charged every day. We need to sleep during the night. We have that rest that's built in from God. You need the rest. He loves it. Weekly rest. Uh, God said every seven days have a break. You need to have a break. It's part of God's plan. Rest is part of God's plan. We are in the frantic society. No one wants to rest. want the shops open every single day. You want to be able to do something every single day. God says it's not good for you. Look at this verse in Mark chapter 2 and verse 27. Jesus is being criticized for doing something on the Sabbath. He said to them, The Sabbath was made to meet the needs of people and not people to meet the requirements of the Sabbath. The Sabbath was made for you. You need the Sabbath. I need the Sabbath. God built rest into his plan. We need to rest. He built seasonal rest. Every uh, year we have a winter where uh, plants, a lot of the trees just shut down. Everything slows down. Uh, things that usually grow don't grow. Things lie quiet and dormant. Things slow right down. God built rest into his creation. God loves you and I to rest. He loves rest. He built in ho- uh, annual rest. There were holy days throughout the year. There was the Passover. There was a feast of trumpets, feast of first, first fruits, feast of atonements. The people of his country were required to down tools. Don't work. Stop working. I like the festival of shelters. He required people at the end of the harvest, he said, go and build yourself shelters, cover it over with palm leaves and fronds and sit in there for seven days. Camp out. This is, they'd go down to the, uh, the uh, big four caravan park at Caesarea. 
you know, or on the border of Lake Galilee. They'd be in the camping area or just on their farm. They'd go and they'd camp out under a shelter for a week. That's a good one. So don't feel guilty going camping. God loves camping. It's the word of the Lord, darling. Just receive that. My wife is a five-star camper. Put up a tent in the Hyatt, one of the rooms. It's about as close as we get. Every seventh year, the land was rested. You're not allowed to work the land. Give the land a break. Every seventh, seventh year, there was the Jubilee year, and uh, people who were slaves were set free. People uh, who owned things that had been sold during those 50 years, 49 years, the land was restored back. Um, the, the word restore, you know, the Bible in Psalm 23 talks about the Lord is my shepherd. He restores my soul. That word restore means reset. It's like press the reset button. It's like what you do with the apple whenever anything goes wrong with an apple product. Start it up again. Reset. We need to be Reset. God built reset into his creation. Rest is a reset time. Rest is actually spelled R-E-S-E-T. If you think of it like that. Rest is a blessing to you. Sleep, taking holidays, it all reminds us, hey, I am not God. I I can go to sleep and trust that God's looking after the universe. I can have a holiday and trust that God's looking after my life. I can go to sleep and trust that God's looking after my family. Everything's going to be okay. I'm not God. He's God. He neither rests nor slumbers. He neither sleeps nor slumbers. But we do. We need it. Rest is for us. We get to enjoy the fruit of our work, of our labors. There's no point just keep laboring and laboring. Take a moment to enjoy the fruit of what you've been working for all this time. Rest is the reason that you work as well as, make, as paying the bills. And rest is good for those around you who you love because when your tank is empty, you're not much fun to be around. And rest gives you that time to refill the tank. I say, okay, so what do you do on holidays? Do you do what this guy, a friend of ours, goes and spends two or three weeks down at a beach caravan park every year and every year at some point this family rocks in, drops in, sets up the tent and within you know, half an hour of getting there just about, this guy's got his folding chair out there, the kids are running crazy, wife is yelling at the kids, he's sitting on his thing there with his shirt off getting sunburnt. So in the first couple of hours, he's sunburnt, he's got his beers there, and then he spends the rest of the time that he's there, the rest of the two weeks, building on his sunburn and telling everyone else to be quiet. That is not a holiday. Don't get sunburnt. That's my first tip. (laughs) Here's some other tips. Holidays are recreation. That means recreation. So we are to recreate a sense of who we are. It's a, a holidays are holy days. Therefore, when you remember what is holy in your life and you build on that. Erwin McManus uh, says in his book, Artisan Soul, we are all creative. If you breathe, you can create. All of us create. What do we create? On holidays, we recreate. We create memories with our loved ones. You know, you're not going to remember a holidays if all you do is the exactly the same thing as what you did 
when you're working or, or if you're uh, watching TV the whole time. I know when our kids, when we were very fortunate enough to take them around the world and in every place we come to, these incredible places with a view, look at the view, look at that. It's just amazing. We've never been seeing anything like this before. What do they want to do? They want to watch TV. So we go to, go to uh, New York. This is an amazing city. What's on TV? Let's go over to Denmark. This is incredible. They speak a different language. You've got a whole lot of different customs, food, places. Look at that cute little building. But what's on TV? And we had to break that and say, look, whatever's on TV, you can see when you can get home. There are things here that you can't see. Let's create some brand new memories. New means they're different. So whatever you're doing a lot of during your working day, don't do that while you're on holidays. Do something new. Create something different. A good start is to get out of the same city. If you're on holiday and you spend the whole time in Canberra, then that's not really as holiday-ish as it could be. If you'd rather just sneak back into the office instead of sitting down staring at the sunset uh, in a deck chair or on the beach, there's something wrong. You need to do something different, something completely different, different location, different activities. We, I remember we, we had some, we, Melanie in particular was totally committed to family holidays every year and so I can remember very clearly we t- had time at a farm. We had time in, in, t- in a tent, we had time, uh, there was particular memories related to that, um, particularly <laughs> the neighbours and the weather, it was great for well it lasted and then uh, there are times when we went to the uh, watch cricket together so there are different memories new memories create some new memories create a loose plan before you go it takes a plan to work out to make sure that work won't need you and they can't get you make a plan before you leave work to make sure they can't get you that's a loose plan but do it. Research the place you're going to. Find out what you can do while you're at that place. The worst thing is when you come back from somewhere, you say, oh, yeah, I just was there. And people say, oh, did you see the Hismaha? You say, what, what Hismaha? I didn't know there was a Hismaha. We missed the Hismaha. You, know, you do some research on the Hismaha before you go. And it was great talking to the Jenkins before we went to Tasmania uh, because they said, oh, you've got to go and see the wall. And we, what, what's the wall? Well, we hadn't heard of the wall, but they told us about the wall. We went and saw the wall. It was fantastic. It was an amazing thing. It, made, it took decades to, for one man to build this thing. And you've got to see the wall if you go to Tasmania. So you've got to do some planning and research. I'll just leave that hanging there. You can work out what the wall is. If you look it up on Google, you'll be amazed. A good thing to do in a family is to give every person in the family the opportunity to plan half a day, if not a whole day. Because that person is an introvert and this person an extrovert. So you've got to make sure they all feel like they've had a holiday. This person needs to be with lots of people. This person does not need to be with lots of people. So you can say, this half a day is yours. What do you want to do? You've got $2.50 to spend. We'll do anything you like. Set an insane budget for that. Create some silence. There's research suggesting that two minutes of silence is actually better for us than listening to music for the same amount of time, better for blood pressure. Silence is something we don't have a lot of in our culture. We don't feel comfortable with silences. People have to fill the silence, fill the gap with something. 
oh, no, I'm going to be in this line for 30 more seconds. Better get on my phone. Fill the gap. No. Silence. Uh, I did some research on this. Silence improves our memory. It improves our brain growth. It decreases stress, and it helps us become better at sleeping. So let's become acquainted with silence. When we have a break over Christmas, let's have some time when we say, I need some quiet time. When you go camping with, as a family or when you go on holidays as a family, it's difficult to have silence at times. But you need, as well as nap time, you can have quiet time. Everybody just does something, go somewhere and just be quiet. Give me some quiet. It's a great family game. Let's see. Turn it into a competition. Let's see you can be quiet the longest. Starting now. Which reminds me, don't be a slave to this guy uh, when you're on holidays. Silence is good. God did not stop after six days of creation because he was tired. He didn't get tired. He stopped because he wanted us to see something. Stopping is good. He blessed stopping. He blessed doing nothing. There's a difference between holiday and work, and that is you stop work. It's important to stop. It's important to take the battery out of the bunny. So the bunny wants to do this, take the battery out and have some downtime. Plan some quiet time, reflection time, stare at some clouds time. When was the last time you you just lay on your back and stared up at the sky and looked at the clouds? Because that'll slow you right down. That's the next thing. Create some slow time. Speed. We are an addicted to fast paced society. We're addicted to it. It gives us indigestion. It lowers our concentration. It makes us irritable. It gives us a bad mood. It it, uh, encourages more attention deficit disorder. It creates anxiety in everybody. But we want to be fast. So at holidays, do something different. Slow right down. We start having, uh, we start getting up when we are awake rather than to an alarm clock. We start eating when we're hungry rather than just because, oh, it's, it's lunchtime, I've got to eat something. No, I think I'll just take another little while. Not, not, I'm not hungry. We start to come in sync again with our own bodies. When I'm tired, I sleep. Create some slowness. And I, except when you have to catch a plane or catch a movie or theatre show, you need to stop looking at your watch when you're on holidays. I'm in holiday time. Fiji time. Anyone who's been to Fiji? Fiji time. We're meeting. When are we meeting here? When are we meeting here? When does the trip go? Well, well, when everyone arrives, we'll all get in the boat and we'll go to the other island. But we want to know now. Fiji time automatically slows you down. Create. We're being creative here. We're creating health. You know, some people think, great, it's holidays. I can eat as much junk food as I like and sit on the couch and get fat and watch TV. Now we say, no, well, this is a great time for me to kickstart a connection with my body. I want to come back from holidays feeling that my body, my soul, and my spirit are all in better shape. So I'm going to make sure I get a lot of sleep. I'm going to make sure I get up and go for a walk at some point during the day and just going to wander down there, wander around. Let's do a lot of wandering. I'm going to go down and build a sandcastle with the kids. That leads me to the last point. Just be creative. We are As I said, we are creative beings. We're made in the image of a creative God. He says, you're in my image. We say, great, that means I can create things. That doesn't just mean artwork. It can mean artwork. 
All the things I've said here are creative. You can be creative about your holidays. But while you're there, it's good to be entertained and it's good to see things and have uh, some electronic fun. But how about we reduce the screen time and increase the human time? Reduce the being entertained time and increase the creative time. So we can create some music. Uh, I knew a family in Sydney and every holiday, once a year, they'd have one specific holiday where they do uh, songs. Everyone would have to come along prepared with a backing track that they'd got off the internet. These days you can make them yourselves if you've got some of that music software or you can buy a backing tape. And so they'd each present a song that they'd change the words to. So I remember one of them was, uh, you know, the song Funky Cold Medina. And so they, one of the kids came along to their holiday with the version, I love my vacuum cleaner. I was thinking we could do one here, uh, be nice to your mother. That's got a similar sort of thing. All the mothers should be saying amen. Creativity, you can do something creative like that. I know another family here in Canberra uh, out at Gunning, and every year one of their holidays, they go to a location where there's lots of people And they get dressed up and they take a photo of this big area. One year they did the MCG at a cricket game. They got a photographer in to take, a friend of theirs, a photographer, take a photo of them in the crowd with all of them dressed as characters from Where's Wally. And then that became their family calendar that they sent out. Here's our Where's Wally for 2007. And the family would be scattered in the crowd. Another time they did it at the four, four, uh, don't remember the word, the the steps of the opera house, four court, the four court of the opera house, thousands of people milling about. They got a photographer up high, took a photo of the whole lot, and you have to find out where's Wally. You can be creative on your holiday and create new memories. You can get really good at cooking. In fact, you can spend, I find with the holidays, it's basically preparing breakfast, preparing lunch, preparing dinner. That's it, that's the whole day, gone. But you can have a really good time. You can have a really nice meal. There's a bit of swimming in between there. You can have time to plan that next business, time to write a poem or a story. I know a guy who did that years and years, and now he stands up in um, pubs and clubs and recites the poetry that he's written on his holidays. So create something. But you know what? All of this leads us to the idea of rest The Bible says here in Colossians, I've reorganized these scripture here, but it's Colossians 2, verses 16 and 17. Siri, I don't need you right now. Go away. Don't let anyone condemn you for what you eat or drink or for not celebrating certain holy days or new moon ceremonies or Sabbaths. So we don't have to do any of those Old Testament things anymore. But remember, they are there for us. They're there for our rest. And it says here, uh, uh, let's see, Hebrews 4, verses 9 to 11. There's a special rest still waiting for the people of God. For all who have entered into God's rest have rested from their labors, just as God did after creating the world. Let us do our best to enter his rest. But if we disobey God as the people of Israel did, we will fall. You know, we as believers understand that every holiday, every night, overnight sleep, every Sabbath, every Sunday, every one day off a week, every holiday that we take, it's all a reminder, a small picture of the glory of God's rest. 
that eternal rest that we're coming to, that time when the whole of, rest of creation will be restored, be restarted. The whole of creation will be restarted. Matthew 11, verses 28 to 30 says, Jesus said, Come to me, all of you who are weary and carry burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Let me teach you, because I'm humble and gentle at heart. You will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy to bear, and the burden I give you is light. And when we try and do things in our own power, we can get frustrated and we can have broken relationships and failures around us. But when we lean into God and trust Him to look after us, we start operating in the rest that He has for us. And that all starts when we come to Jesus. Come unto me, He says. And I encourage you today, whether you are a Christian or not, to come to Jesus to come closer to him, draw near to him, to look to him. When we start to think that life is so overwhelming, then we need to stop and we need to turn to him, focus on him and enter into his rest. Every holiday we take is a picture of the rest that's available for believers in Jesus Christ. Your holidays remind you that you are not God. We can relax and he'll look after us. And every single day, he can take that burden off our shoulders. And it starts by us giving our lives to him. Thanks for listening. To find out more about our church, find us online at c3churchwatson.com.au. We hope to see you in church again this weekend.
Thanks for listening. To find out more about our church, find us online at c3churchwatson.com.au. We hope to see you in church again this weekend.